Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Winners rounds! What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome in to CHO Bulls Postgame, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Bulls win! Hit me again, Joey! Bulls win! One more time for Matt Peck to get in the car. Bulls win! Let's go! Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Be sure to use promo code CHGO when you sign up. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. My guy, Big Dave. Bow! Bow! BAWL Sports. Loving today's game. Our pal producer, Joey Spath, is rocking with us. Follow him, too, at Joey Spath. We are CHGO underscore Bulls. What? Will the Go Golly will join us live from the UC later on tonight's postgame. Uh, apologies out of the gate for the minor delay. Had to uh, let the CHO Sox crew do their thing. Talking about their big W today. Uh-uh. Getting a series split against the defending World Series champion Astros. Way to go, Sox. Way to go, Sox. Good day all around, baby. Uh, appreciate the patience, y'all. Hanging in there waiting for us to talk about this <laughs> insane Bulls game. Cosmic Keys. Insane Bulls game. Oh! I was sitting there watching the Bulls get down by 20 uh-huh. right out the gate. Uh-huh. I was like, this is about what I expected. Yep. Grizzlies got their man job back. Yeah! Jaron Jackson Jr., DPOY front runner, mm-hmm. also can score. He had 31 for them tonight. Also, just everyone on the Grizzlies was lighting it up in the first half. Fair. Could not miss from Fair. three. Yes. Meanwhile, the Bulls couldn't hit water out of a boat and uh and then the craziest Bro, thing man. happened dave yeah man the bulls just kept chugging away uh-huh kept protecting the basketball uh-huh. kept their turnovers low yeah amped up their defense come in on. the third quarter come on started creating a lot of turnovers and getting out in transition Preach it, man. and then finally started to hit some shots mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's a 40 to 16 Hallelujah. bulls third quarter put themselves in position to close this one in the fourth. Yes. And then they won the fourth quarter by double digits as yes. well. Yes, 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 yes. Wait, didn't, is it Ovita? Didn't is see it? that coming, Dave. I, mean, I know you love it. I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting here just shrugging my shoulders. But yeah. in, for those of you who loved that, congratulations. Go off. Enjoy your Sunday. Damn right, those that love that. Look at this amazing face right here. Drink all this amazing Miss Ann with this hat on, with my Janet Jackson on my chest. Looking amazing and stuff. That was a great win. I told this man, if the Bulls get this lead to 15, they got a shot. That's exactly what I told him at the half. If they get it to 15, they got a shot. They got it to 15, and they put the shot betwixt the cheeks of the Grizzlies, and it was amazing. 40 to 16. 
in the third quarter. How could you not love stuff like that? How about zero turnovers in the third quarter? How about a 17 to nothing run in the third quarter? How about a second half where you win 65 to 39? How about you do stuff like that? Huh? How about how about points off turnovers, Matt? Did you see the points off turnovers, Matt? I believe it was 30 to 0. 31! 31 to 0. To zero. Bulls, Grizzlies, 13-1 to 0. How could that be? How could that happen? Well, when you only have one, two, three turnovers, you can do stuff like that. You have one at the end of the half. You have one at the end of the game. So basically, you had one true turnover. That's really what that means, y'all. That was an incredible game by the Chicago Bulls. Got me all kinds of excited, Matt. All kinds of happiness out here. That's right. I'll take your golf clap. Take it. Hit it, Joey. All the meat-handedness. Oh, this is amazing. Matt, how can you not feel this? To not feel this right here. Let's get to this right now and saw what we saw in that third quarter. Because like I said, it was a 15-point lead in that third quarter coming mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Who kicked that off? First of all, shout out to the bench. The bench was huge for the Chicago Bulls in the third quarter. And I'm going to point out two in particular. Because Io did do a really solid job, I thought, defensively. He and, did. and he got a nice little layup, you know, to push that lead back to nine mm-hmm. when they were trying to make a run. Great job by Io doing that. But it belonged to two people. It belonged to Kobe White and it belonged to Patrick Williams. Yes, you heard what I said. I said Patrick Williams. You heard me. Seven points, two rebounds, two blocks in the third quarter. You love what you saw from him. Kobe White was on another planet in that third quarter. I don't know what was happening, but my God, the handles were vicious. The shot was on point. The vision was pristine and clean. And, man, he was special. But I can't take it away from the two stars of the Chicago Bulls. You can't take that from them. Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, ladies and gentlemen. Dude, Zach Levine, that was the cleanest, most most efficient 36 I think he's had all season. And Zach was quiet in the the first half. He was kind of looking to get his teammates involved in the first half. Like, he had four assists in the first five minutes of this game. Yes, he did. Was waiting for his turn to get his shots. Yes. And then the third quarter came, the Bulls down 15. Yes. And he said, okay, here's my time. Yes. And then he went on a tear as a part of that Bulls dominant third quarter. I mean, the viciousness, the step back where he sent Jared Jackson straight to hell. When he stepped back on him and I mean, drained that three. He had at God. least three <laughs> shots in the third that I remember saying to myself and to you, oh, that's a tough, maybe bad shot, but Zach just hit Cash. it. And, <laughs> right. it was, and it wasn't just hit it. It was like butter. Yep, all kinds of it. And you're right, nine turnovers and zero assists. That's what we're pointing out here. They had three total. Zach didn't have any of them. Drink that one in one time. What was it? Patrick Beverly had one, and I forget who had the other two. But that's it. Those are that is just a clean game right there. And that is 36 points to lead the team. DeMar DeRozan with 31. He carried them in that third quarter, too. You needed buckets and and ones. He's the one that did it for you. He gave Jaron Jackson Jr. the plain old-fashioned business. He fouled him out. They they changed it and reversed they the call. It that was some bullshit yeah. because he clearly got him with the body. But they said, Well, he needs some help. Well, keep him in the game. He can get some more of this work. He gets some of this work, and we get these turnovers going on up in here. 31, 5, and 7. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's amazing. So, what is that? What, 16 assists? 
from your your top two stars who are scoring your most points as well, mm-hmm. that is awesome and sexy and attractive, and I want to marry it. That is an amazing thing to see. 11 of 26, but four of them, Matt, were threes. Mm-hmm. So you can move those threes. That is 11 of 22 from the field from one DeMar DeRozan. And my favorite, because he hasn't done this in a while, nine of nine from the line from DeMar DeRozan. Zach Levine, seven of eight. They got to the go. free throw line. That is rare. And that is awesome to see. And Zach was and one in cats mm-hmm. on shots that you just know one's supposed to go in. But guess where they went? Into the bucket. That's where they went, Matt. They went in. And that was awesome to see and awesome to feel, man. How about Vooch, man? Didn't have one offensive rebound, but he had 10 defensive ones, 13 and 10. They went to him early. This is what you have to do with, with a guy like Vooch, man, and centers in general. Mm-hmm. It just reminds me of the 90s Wolves, mm-hmm. who they always want to get started early. Bill Cartwright. And, and Luke Longley when they went yeah, with the later Bulls. Everybody except MJ wanted to get Cartwright started early. <laughs> he got to toss him in because he's that fat. But he went, he got to get him started. He did. Bill Cartwright, your first yeah. six points. Mm-hmm. And when it was Luke Longley, Luke, Luke Longley. Longley, your first six points. That's how it went. You get your big man started early. These, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that Nikola Vucevic is better than all of those guys were when they were with the Chicago Bulls. He is better than those guys. So, he got off to a solid start. He also got some early fouls on Jaron Jackson Jr. as well. So he did his job, man, out there too. Patrick Beverly just did his job being Patrick Beverly. Just go out here and be an irritant, be annoying. That's all I need you to do. He did that. Alex Caruso, though, in that second half. What he finished with? Three steals? Mm-hmm. Alex Caruso was getting on people's nerves. They had how many turnovers did they have? 18, 18. turnovers 18. for the Grizzlies. 18 turnovers for the Grizzlies, y'all. Come on, man. This is a team that likes to run and get up and down. And you saw it in the first half. They were up and down the floor, and those threes were just out of control. All right? Just out of control. And I I kept telling you, Matt, this ain't normal. That's why I wasn't too mad. I was like, they get this to 15. They got a shot because what they were doing was not normal. They right. can hit threes, but damn, I mean, man. Dylan Brooks is a hot and cold three-point shooter. Right. I think he started like four of six. Right. He finished four of 11. <laughs> Sounds right. Like, the, the, the Grizzlies definitely did the Bulls a favor in the second half yeah. where they were like, okay, we're either going to turn it over and let you score easy buckets in transition, or we're going to keep shooting threes but brick them now. Yes. They were brick union layers out Which, there. Which, you know, I, it balances out. The, Grizzlies were scorching hot in the first half. They went yeah. ice cold in the second half. Yeah. The Bulls took advantage of it. Took advantage. And the Bulls put up 31 threes, too, by the way. So, shout They hit nine hit of them. Nine of them. They hit nine threes. Less than 30%. That's right. And what did it mean? Not but a yeah. damn thing. You yeah, know what? Let's all feel great about this win. Yes. Yeah. Feel great. They scored 128 points on that. How am I not supposed to feel great about that? 128 points. Even you, you hit nine threes, you still dropped 128. I ain't supposed to feel good against the Grizzlies. I ain't supposed to feel good. Get out of here with that, man. Get in the goddamn car. You supposed to feel good about that, man. And they only and they gave up 107 of this team. This team scores buckets. That's what they do. The Bulls were stifling against them in that third quarter. Stifling steals, blocks, slaps off of their chest. Hitting it between them. In the betwixt, the cheeks is where we was. We opened up them grizzly cheeks and was right in betwixt them. That's what we did, man. Chicago Bulls got this win, and it felt damn good. You know what that is? Three in a row. Three in a row. You after that elusive fourth one now. Now you after that elusive fourth one, and this fourth one is the biggest one. This is the biggest one if they can get this four against the Atlanta Hawks who are playing right now against Dallas. I don't know the score right now. It was close early on in the first quarter. But they got a shot to get this four, man. 
this is a big ass win, man. It puts them right there, and they still got a chance to get that AC, man. Huge, Matt. Huge. This is big shit. Uh, big shit. Speaking of, big lo- shit. Lots of other relevant action in the NBA today. Uh, the Raptors got an even earlier matinee victory over the tanking Hornets. Yep. So the Raptors stay firmly there in eighth. Hawks in action right now against the Dallas Mavericks. Hawks currently holding an eight-point lead at the end of the first quarter. Mm. Um, Bulls now within a half game of Atlanta with this win Damn. to Switchy-Daisy, uh, ninth and tenth. Switchy-Daisy. Um, Bulls still do have one more matchup against the Hawks uh, in a few days. Um, yes, with your daisy. You like that one? Joe, you heard that one? No, that's new. Yeah, new. Um, you know, I, again, like credit the Bulls. Yes. I, I loved seeing Zach Levine take over in the second half of this game. Mm-hmm. You know, DeMar hit some, as you said, some incredible buckets himself. That one turnaround he had oh. on the baseline late in this game was just, just filthy stuff. Yeah, man. And you love that. But, I mean, how often do we talk about the fourth quarter dynamics of this Bulls offense and who gets the ball when and the Bulls make this incredible comeback and now you have to close it and like even when the Bulls were up somewhere between eight and ten points for Mm. most of that you know early and middle fourth quarter I was like the Grizzlies could still knock down a few threes quickly here and and come back yep but the Bulls didn't let that happen because DeMar and Zach were dominant in the fourth quarter which you which you do love to see even if you're a cynical asshole like me who has already emotionally removed himself from this dumpster fire of a season and doesn't give a shit mm. then we're like oh we're a half game out of ninth right now let's go yippee doo da you better believe it yippee ki-yay motherfucker you yeah y'all right. enjoy it have fun thank you man throw a freaking party got that right you're invited what i care about <laughs> is zach levine looking like that in the fourth quarter of a game that you need yes that's look, what i care about no absolutely right not because you you're gonna see it from demar we already know he can give it to exactly you. but you're gonna need that from zach levine if you're trying to do anything and seeing it get it from him and in such an efficient way is what I have to keep harping on is how Zach did it. He wasn't just out there flailing around, just throwing up shit. No, it was super efficient, man. What was he, 13 of 19? 13 yeah. of 19. And and nine assists, zero turnovers. Zero turnovers. Give me all of that, Zach. Sexiness, Goodbye. man. And he even Boom. took eight threes. He even took eight threes, man. And hit three of them joints, but he took eight of them. It was I can, I, I got to look back and see the last time he's taken that many threes. It's mm-hmm. been a minute, yeah, because he hasn't been We've taking been that about it. like that. It was like, yeah. Wait, Zach was two of four, oh right. for two, right. like what? Yeah, what? What? <laughs> right, he had a game where he took none. Like it was, it was shocking, but yeah, eight threes is good to see from Zach. That means he was feeling good, man. But it's the fact of who they're doing it against. That's where all this heightness and happiness comes from. Is who they're doing it against. This is the Grizzlies. Nobody had this penciled in as a victory. All right, because the Grizzlies haven't lost to the Bulls since 2019. It's been that damn long. That's why you see all this joy right here. It's been that damn long since they beat the Grizzlies. Do you not remember me yelling my life away about Tony Bradley getting his ass carried off the club, getting carried out the club by damn Steven Adams, who I'm so glad is not playing right now. Thank you for having a seat, sir. Oh, my God. I ain't seeing that shit no more. Nope. Bulls got out there, and they were feisty. And every possession. What about that last fourth quarter, Matt, when they had three straight possessions where they turned the ball over? Three straight. Took it from them, bucket. Took it from them, bucket. Took it from them, a bucket. That's how they did that team, man. It was amazing to see. I was out there high-fiving furniture. 
It was a great, amazing time, man. God, that was awesome. That was an awesome game. 128 against the Grizzlies? I mean, it is it is wild to see, what it's, whether it's the Bulls or anybody, take a 23-point deficit and turn it into a 21-point victory. <laughs> right. Seriously. In a half. In a they, half. You know, they were down 15 at half. The 23-point yeah. deficit was earlier in the second quarter, but still. In basically two and a half quarters, the Bulls had a 44-point swing. And you know who? In their favor. That you, is bonkers. You know who was getting credit for this, of course, was, was Patrick Beverly. Uh, when they were talking to uh, Billy Donovan at halftime, he was like, Patrick Beverly was the one talking at halftime, telling them, yo, guys, you got to e- embrace adversity. Who's been saying that all the time? It's Billy Donovan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's the one that's been telling them that. And real quick shout-out. Can I give a shout-out to Billy Donovan, too? Because I want to shout him out for something real quick. Can I, should I do it now or should we wait for a break? Uh, let's take a break, and okay. then we can talk all about right. Billy. Right. And uh, right. more things about this Wild, wild Bulls win on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah! Uh, while we're sharing some words from our friends and sponsors, all y'all out there in Bulls Nation tuning in, we appreciate you greatly. We would also appreciate if you hit that thumbs up button. Do that. If you're watching along with us on YouTube. Also, of course, make sure you are subscribed to the CHO Sports YouTube channel. Click it. Click it! Click it. Click it or ticket. Beer, Matt. Beer. Beer. I like beer. You like beer? Love beer. You enjoy beer? Sure. Sure well, do. Does that mean you're doing anything later? I got no plans. You got no plans. No plans. No plans. Goose Island. Beer company, y'all. That supervised that. That no plans is a sexy, wonderful beer, and it is amazing. But also, they got that Blackhawks Pale Ale. As you know, that is a low-key favorite right there. Probably low-key favorite can as well. Awesomeness going on, but it's awesome, awesomeness going on. Their City Edition 22-23 season Bulls jersey commemorative can right there. That is also deliciousness. And, of course, you can't go wrong because that's what's in my cup right now is that regular 3-1-2. You can't go wrong with the wheat ale, y'all. It's just right there. It's right there. You want it. Also, the Bourbon County Stout. The Christmas IPA, the Beer Hug IPA series, who we watched our guy Herb Lawrence chug Trace. I was talking to him about it earlier today. Yeah, it was me the too. first time I had a chance to chat with him face to face since I watched that. Yeah, and me I was too. like, Herb, I just need to tell you that you're my hero. Right. <laughs> was, that shit was epic. It was the most amazing thing I've seen. I was like, it was one of the most incredible individual accomplishments I've seen in a long time. So impressive. I was like, how? It was, it was amazing. It was brilliant. Wonderful job by him. And then when he played the video game, through a no hit. Like, it was unreal. He's unreal, man. Herb Lawrence is unreal, man. Shout out to the whole White Sox crew. Green Line, and of course, that sexy, wonderful Mark K approved, Matilda. So, you can get you any one of these awesome, delicious beers straight from two locations that are open and ready to welcome your wonderful self, including Joey's Bathis. You can grab you a beer right from their innovation tanks at the Goose Island Tap Room that is at 1800 West Fulton, or get a smash burger and a fresh in a week at the original Clybourne Brew House at 1800 North Clybourne for reservations and pickup. Go to gooseisland.com slash locations because it's the Goose Island Beer Company, the true taste of Chicago. Today's episode of CHO Bulls post game also brought to you by our friends at Fubo TV, Ooh. which offers 140, more than 140 Damn. live channels of sports, shows, movies, and news. That's a lot. Stream live TV from any and all of your devices. You can also watch the most Chicago sports for the lowest price. Hello. You can start watching immediately with a free seven day trial. No contract, no cable, no hassle. Just sign up and start watching. No, no, no. 
1,000 hours also of cloud DVR included at no extra charge. So if you're working, you're busy, you're doing this, you're doing that, you right. can't watch your favorite Chicago team live, yes. record it DVR style to your Fubo TV cloud. Watch it later. Watch it when you get home. 1,000 hours at no extra charge. You can also, if you're on the road for work, on the road for pleasure, whatever you're doing outside of Chicago and need to catch your Bulls, your Blackhawks, your Cubs and Sox, Mm. You can watch your local teams while you are traveling with Fubo TV. Mm. Because guess what? Fubo TV carries Marquee Sports Network for all you Cubs fans out there. They also carry NBC Sports Chicago for all of you Blackhawks, Bulls, and White Sox fans out there. Bam. They got you covered. So here's what you do use the link in the description yeah. or go to www.fubotv. That's F U B O TV.com slash C H G O. To get 15% off when you sign up off your first month of Fubo Pro. One more time, click the link in the description or go to www.fubotv.com slash CHGO to sign up for 15% off your first month mm-hmm. of Fubo Pro. Sexy. Try it out. Sexy. Oh, so quickly, man. I, you want to talk about Billy? Yeah, I wanted to say something to you about, about Billy Donovan. And I said it during the game when, when I was watching. First of all, this is the second game I saw Billy Donovan. I'm like, coaching helped win this damn game. <laughs> like, it's like what I saw, like, this dude was coaching his ass off for this one, man. Because it was, it was all about the second half, clearly, in this game. And, again, people complained about the adjustments of Billy Donovan. The adjustments were made straight up and down in that second half. And the main one I, I liked was he went small. That when was the main adjustment that I enjoyed because he went small – and that really frustrated. And and what it did was, see, Jaron Jackson Jr. is so weird built of a basketball player. He's a, he's a huge guy, but he really plays a small game, if that makes any sense. I'm talking about offensively. Mm-hmm. Defensively, you know who he is. You know what I'm saying? He blocks shots. That's what he did. He's throwing that shit into the third row. We get that. But he plays a real small game offensively. He can go inside. He's got a three-point shot. He can go outside. You know what I mean? He, he plays a kind of small game. It's not a big man specific kind of game. So when you got a guy like Patrick Williams and when you got a guy like Derrick Jones Jr. that you put out there, when you're running the pick and roll with John Morant and Jaron Jackson Jr., either one of those guys, first of all, can switch onto John Morant and continue to use their length and athleticism to bother him because that's all you can really do with John. You can't stop him, but you can bother him. His, he, you saw that's why he was destroying them in the first half because Patrick Beverly is not, doesn't have that athleticism and Caruso doesn't have that length. So he can just go around those guys and do how he feels. In that second half, it was much tougher because Derrick Jones Jr., when he was switched, oh, God, he's a problem. You switch, you got Patrick Williams on you? Oh, my God, that's a problem. The brilliant thing is either one of those guys being on Jaron Jackson Jr. is a issue because, one, we know how big Patrick Williams is. You know how huge this dude is. His size is going to be an issue. But Darren, uh, uh, Derrick Jones Jr., his length bothers uh, Triple J. Mm-hmm. It bothers him. It gets on his nerves. So when you're doing that switch either way and you try to give him that ball inside, that length is going to bother him, man. And you saw it happen time after time. And also, I love Billy Donovan and how he did uh, the defensive sets in the second half. They went more man in, in that second half because they were killing him with that zone, with that three-point shooting. They were destroying him with that. When they went more man, Matt, and they changed that, you saw Patrick Williams' ability – 
to kind of cheat off of the shooter when the shot clock got low. Mm-hmm. And he would come over and, you know, double team uh, the guy with the ball, get on his nerves, fluster him. You see either a bad shot or you saw a 24-second shot clock violation. Right. That's directly Billy Donovan shit right there. And you, I got to give him credit for, for that kind of recognition on that team in the second half, man. So give that man his props for what he did in the second half, y'all, because he made the proper adjustments for this team to continue to get this win. Uh, Drummond in his seven first half minutes was a minus nine. Derek Jones Jr. in his nine second half minutes was a plus 15. That's adjustments, ladies and gentlemen. But Billy doesn't make adjustments. <laughs> That's, an adjustment. That's an adjustment, ladies and gentlemen. Going small, saying, oh, my God, they're killing. Because you saw Drummond. You know, we saw yeah. we were getting that drumming experience mm-hmm. fresh off the bat Oof. in that first half. You saw it. them them turnovers was real, man. Yeah. Like, even the goaltending he had. You know what I mean? Like he was like, nah, this ain't gonna cut it. Yeah. No, they went smaller and it worked brilliantly. Cause Derrick Jones Jr. came in getting an and one, mm-hmm. then got a foul on Jaron Jackson uh, Jr. Like it worked on both sides of the basketball. Cause like I said, you can switch either one of those guys on him because of their size and their length. They can guard either Ja or Jaron. Either one, they were gonna get them problems. Uh Manuel, our buddy. The hype train of Bulls Nation who's always hanging out on postgame uh, with a super chat saying, come on, man, how are you not hyped for this win and a first-round exit? Let's go. Let's go, Let's baby. Go. Uh, yeah. Y'all you you all want to be hyped about it? Yeah. You want to be hyped about yeah, right, it? right, we do. I'm going to do me. And I am <laughs> I'm going to do me. Not hyped in the slightest, uh-huh. but y'all have fun. Not yet. Uh, Joey, we got some more super chats we need to get to right now. Let's do it up. Super Manuel's chat brother Pete says, great profile picture, by the way. Big Dave got us hyped. Bulls win, Bulls win. There you go, Pete. <laughs> Laura says, plus 25 in the past two games, zero turnovers. Someone told me he, Zach Levine, doesn't play well against good teams. I am owed an apology from all of y'all. Yeah, I, I feel like we don't need to know who she's, I mean, she doesn't need to name him to know who Laura is talking about. Mm. Laura Lou's always Zach standing in the comments and look at, the, look at the profile picture, <laughs> which is a great picture of Zach. Oh, that's Zach? Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, you are right, Zach. We, we, even Bulls fans who aren't still thrilled about Zach signing that Max Dealey signed last summer still aren't convinced that this is the guy the Bulls need to build around moving forward yeah. in the days beyond DeMar and Vooch riding off into that sunset, you cannot deny that basically since December, yeah. not just after the All-Star break, since December, Zach Levine is playing like an NBA All-Star. Yeah. The one who was an All-Star last season and the season before that, and rightly so. Yeah. And he played like an All-Star again today. He did. Against against the Grizzlies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Against a straight-up elite team with a guy who's a ser- supposed to be that serious defender, either Dylan Brooks or Desmond Bain. Mm-hmm. Both of them are known as defenders. You know what I mean? They ain't had nothing for Zach Levine today, man. 36 on your ass. And, I mean, inside, outside, however he was doing it. And, I mean, when you're hitting those buckets, like you said, Matt, like, oh, my God, that's a tough shot. When you're hitting those buckets, man, you on one, man. On one. You're on one. Like, when Zach plays at that level, he is on a short list of NBA players who are that dominant offensively. Very true. Can't stop him. Can't stop him. He can take you with the step backs. He can hit contested shots with defenders in his face. He can get to the rim. He can get to the free throw line. Yes. Play above the rim. Yes. All that jazz. It's It's fun to watch. It really is. Shout out to you, Laura Lou. Appreciate the super chat. All you uh, Zach stands out there got to be feeling pretty happy today because that was a hell of a Zach game. What else we got, Joe? Uh, last one, we've got AK. He says, first AK. half, Grizzlies couldn't miss. Second half, Bulls D turned the game. White and P-Will, three blocks were key catalyst. 
Huge team win from being down 20 at half. Defense is this Bulls team's identity. Mm. It was nice to see Patrick Williams playing just tenacious defense. Shout out to Jack Black and Kyle Gass. Tenacious defense. The bars. The bars of Matt Peck. My God. The bars. Yo, it, it was, man, that was his third quarter. Like, and it was, I don't think I've said that at all this season about any quarter. For Pac, I've said he's had good games. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I've said he's played well on one side of the ball. I don't think I've specifically said this was his quarter. And not only just his quarter, the quarter that turned the entire game. That was Patrick Williams' quarter, man. Like I said, seven points, two rebounds, two blocks, and countless defensive stands. Like, there is no stat for that. But you had to be watching the game to see it. That dude was D'ing up cats left and right, whether it was one-on-one or it was being that help defender. And it was the timeliness of the help defense because they had Luke Kennard. They had saved big money at Kennard's over there at the three-point line, Matt. But he understood when to leave him. We've seen him leave the shooters early before and get torched Mm -hmm. for it often. This time, the shot clock will be running low, and he wait till the guy is making their move to where they had no other option but to go up with the shot. And then he collapsed on them and said, hey, I'm big. (laughs) It's going to be hard for you to hit this shot. And he did. I saw him do that three times in the third quarter, and it was just very attractive and sexy. And then the shots that he came down and hit mm-hmm. were NBA shots. Those were NBA skilled shots. The dribble, the step, the post, the pull up, the the jumping high as hell pull up, pull uh, pull up, and hitting it off the glass. You know what I'm saying? The three pointer yeah. that he hit with no hesitation, like you said, catch and shoot, catch and shooting. He was he did that, and that was awesome to see as well. Running the floor. And getting a bucket that way. Getting Kobe White missing a layup him right there for the tip in. You know what I mean? Like, he was doing those kind of things. And that's when you know his offensive game is going. Because when Patrick's offensive game is going, Matt, his scoring never comes one way. Mm-hmm. All those shots are different. Right. Every single one is a different shot. So, yeah, he, it was his third quarter. It really was, man. And, and he was a key contributor to this victory for the Bulls today. It was nice. Um, and, and to your point about the way that he – was making decisions on the defensive end today and when to help and when to double. And that's sometime, sometimes it's something that we get frustrated with with Pat because it seems like he's never really quite sure mm-hmm. when to stick with his man and when to double. I think uh, our guy NHK20 had a comment earlier on uh, mm-hmm. when we started postgame talking about the Bulls as a, a defensive unit, as a team tonight, making better decisions about when to double and doubling late in shot clock situations for the Grizzlies and getting them into those difficult situations and not doubling earlier than they should yes, when a team is shooting as hot as the Grizzlies were shooting. Yes, and it's sir. like, okay, well, if these role players are knocking down everything, whether it was Kennard or Brooks or who the hell ever, they were all knocking them down. You don't want to leave those shooters open. Right. So pick and choose your spots to double jaw or whoever it is at the top of the key to create those pressure situations. I thought Pat was good with his decision-making on the defensive end today. No, you're, you're dead on on that. And again, that, for me, that goes back to Billy Donovan for making it a man-to-man game in that third quarter mm-hmm. and, not, and not still running that zone from those guys. And everybody's switching. He put in the right lineup to switch because obviously that's what they were doing was and, – and that's what they've been doing all season is Ja gets it, you set the pick, he gets the big man on him or whoever is on him, and he's taking him to the rim. Hard to do against uh, Derrick Jones Jr. and Patrick uh, Williams. So even if he wants to kick it out, those guys aren't leaving their shooters because the belief is whoever they switch on, one-on-one, I'll take my chances, you mm-hmm. know, with who you got on there, man. And it worked. I mean, you just saw it work for, the, for them today, man. And 
It was just everybody contributed. It was top to bottom. Everybody contributed to this victory, and everybody kind of had their A game, if I'm being for real about it. Everybody kind of had their A game going on tonight, man. And, man, it was it was fun. It was fun. It was fun, y'all. I had a great time. I had a amazing time. I really did. Dave Hope you a, did, too. Dave had a great time. Yes, I did. I, I had an okay time watching Dave have a great time. <laughs> makes me happy when you're happy. That's right. I made him give me a high five. It's <laughs> true. Uh, can true I point out something? Uh, fake fake uh, Spathis right oh, here. Oh, fake Joey's hanging yeah. out in the comments. Yeah, folks Spathis real quick. See, this is how you know it's folks Spathis, right? Because when he tried to say Betwix, he spelled it incorrectly. Oh, come on. He spelled Betwix incorrectly. Real Joey will spell it correctly. You know why? Because we would have been on his ass if he did not spell that correctly. He wouldn't have went, looked it up, said, this is how you spell it, and then put it out there. Because he knows we would have made him write a whole report about the it's, definition it's true. of Betwix. <laughs> That's how I know you fake Joey, man. You got to be right now. If you're gonna if you're gonna do Joey, you gotta represent him correctly. That Joey is how we know you're point. fake Joey. And anybody who doesn't know it's fake Joey, the one with the picture is fake Joey. Just for the record. <laughs> you just gotta keep reminding. Green me, circle with the J the is green real Joey. Green J is real Joey. We don't have anything against fake Joey. No, but we don't. We just, love just Joey. for your own knowledge, like, you know. Just I love Fo Joe. Fo Joe, you my guy. I like I like We love Fojo. you. We've I've grown to love you as well, fake Joey. So. Yes. All, all love. Shout out, Fojo. Uh, all right, let's take one more break, then come back, wrap up our final thoughts on this win. Uh, it is a win, so you know we got Goon of the Night around Woo! the corner. Hopefully we'll also hear from our guy, Willie Gogalib, uh, who is listening to post-game thoughts from Billy and the Players as we speak. Uh, shout out to our DraftKings king of the game. It is that man, Zach Levine, who we have been just uh, showering with praise today, and deservedly so, for, for, because, I mean, look at that stat line. Mm. 36 points. Nine dimes, no turnovers, mm. and was integral to the Bulls making one of the biggest and craziest comebacks I've ever seen. Nine assists. Nine times. Wow, no turnovers. Like, that's – we've seen them do the 36, but the nine and the zero turnovers, we haven't seen that often from Zach Levine, man. And like you said, I think you made a great point, Matt. In the game early, letting it kind of come to him and getting everybody else involved before mm -hmm. he said, okay, now I'm going to go ahead and take over. Mm -hmm. That's actually what great NBA players do. <laughs> That's what they're supposed to do. So seeing him do that, it just, you know, <laughs> brings a little tear to your eye. Just sitting there looking at that. So, yeah, shout out Zach Levine, man. What a game by him. Shout out to him. Don't forget that promo code CHO when you signed up for your DraftKings Sportsbook account yeah, yeah. to get that amazing offer. $5 down, $200 in bonus bets. Instantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joey Spathis. What time is it? Game time. Who? <laughs> Let that one that. linger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let that one linger. <laughs> he hung up there right for a while, right? Then did a spins move. It's like Celine Dion holding a note out there. That's right. I enjoyed that. Well done, Joey. Because game time is the hottest new ticket in sight that makes it easy and never to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. <laughs> Everything in the scene in that season, I was never good for the online course. I'm out on play for season of the concert. It's all possible with the game time. Because last minute price drops can be found in the seats you thought that you could never, ever buy. Because you won't find better deals this season to see the Chicago <laughs> And just like here at CSGO, it's created by the fans and for the fans. And it guarantees you, your lovely self out there, even our guy, Fojo, the lowest price available. So... If you love CHGO. And we know that you do, 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 do. <laughs> okay, all right. Now we're getting too sexy. Come on now. <laughs> then you'll love game time. 
The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. Join the 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. Because Matthew Peck, what time is it? Game Time Hoop! See that? That's the old schoolness. Mm. He cuts out. We run the fast break, cut, pass, dunk. <laughs> That's it. No, ain't nobody got no time for That's the how you do that. Ugh. That's how you do that. He putting it down. Period. You know what else you should do? What's up? Save money and energy with our friends at ComEd. Nothing wrong with that. The ComEd Energy Efficiency Program is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities they serve manage energy usage and lower energy bills now mm. and into the future. Wait, that sounds like something that is so valuable that it would take a lot of effort, Matt. You would think so, but it's actually pretty easy, Joe. You want me to run through how you could do it? Oh, please. Yeah. Very easily. Because I am interested in saving both time and energy As and money. As you should. You're a young adult who should always be thinking about saving time and money and energy. So here's what you do. Take advantage of ComEd's offer, which is a wide array of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across their territory. That includes you, mm. young Joseph. Mm. Customers can inquire about how to upgrade outdated lighting to energy and money, energy and money saving, efficient LED lights. Big Dave, you got LED lights in your place? All through the vicinity. You know it. Come on. Learn more about network lighting to operate your lights through your mobile device. That's got to make things more convenient. Mm -hmm. Oh, I got to do some stuff with the lighting in my house. Beep, boop, 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 boop. Done. (laughs) (laughs) Track your facility's energy usage and more. Incentives have recently increased for indoor, outdoor lighting and networked lighting controls, making these projects even more cost-effective than before. And they were already pretty damn cost-effective. Pretty dang. So here's what you do. Visit comed.com slash powering biz. That's B-I-Z biz to start saving money and energy. One more time, comed.com slash powering biz. From your phone. Mm. <sighs> Breathe, Matthew good. Peck. Feeling good? I just, I just like teaching our young Joseph here about how to save money and energy. You know, that's, we don't just try to teach him, you know, how, what words are proper to say. Mm-mm. We also have to teach he him He needs that. to know how to do that in addition to making fake burner accounts on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I just also like to point out, Matt, is the <gasps> return of Shirtless, Shirtless Wonder is back, you guys! Oh my God, there Shirtless is! Shirtless is in the building! Iconic zip up hoodie. That's right. With no shirt underneath. That's it. right. And the gold chain, that too. That is his look. Yep. And the chain. He always got the chain on. Always blinking. There he In is. Shorts, there you go. Smoking a heater. Yep. Our goddamn hero Our right God there. Damn That's what you know. Forget the groundhogs. That's forget, what you know. Forget the groundhog. Nope. Forget the robins. Nope. <laughs> All Spring of it. Spring is here. When shirtless wonder shows up. Spring is in the building. It's spring oh. again. Oh, you know what that means? Burks and tanks are around oh. the corner. You see, I got the games out. Oh. I'm ready, Matt. Come on with it. Oh. Burks and tanks are around the that's, corner. That's half of the reason I'm excited for this bull season to end. <laughs> One, put me out of my misery. <laughs> Two, it's Burks and tanks season. <laughs> Burks and tanks. Yeah. It's all about this life. Look at him. He's ready. That's why the <sighs> sleeves are rolled up. He's mm. ready, man. Get this man some Burks and Tanks. Mm. Do you have? A, are you going to buy some new Burks or are you just going to keep rocking the same? <clears throat> oh, no. The, the pair I have now were new last year. Oh, okay. So this okay. is only going to be summer number two with these Burks. Okay. I make I carry them through at least three summers. Yeah, I know. You told before me Before I renew. Yeah, they, they literally are like falling apart at the bottom before you go get some new ones. Amen. 
<laughs> I'm just saying what I'm not dissing you. I'm just saying what it is. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Well man. worn and super comfortable. You, you look super comfortable, man. You look <laughs> incredibly comfortable. It's a good look on you, my friend. It's so much better than long pants. Yeah. Closed toed shoes. Yeah. Well, layers. Yeah, I hate layers, it's but crap. Come on, man. As long as I got the games out. Got the it's games whatever, out. man. It's whatever. All this, I feel amazing right now. You know what else makes you feel amazing? What? You know what that do? Mm. Joey? Hmm? Can you tell me? Hmm? Can you tell me, Joey Spathis? Mm-hmm. Yes! It's time! And I'm glad I called that guy. Allow me the pleasure of introducing you to Blade Laser. Ah. Goon of the night, ladies and gentlemen. The world-renowned, internationally known goon of the night. This goes to a Bulls player who did goon shit. Period and point blank. That's how it works. It could be anybody. Any got to be a Bulls player. It could be a coach. It could be a fan. It could be anything. It could be an announcer. But it will be Bulls-oriented goon of the night. So we'll start with Matt Peck, sir. Who is your goon of the night? Well, you know what? I uh, I just saw fake Joey call this out, and even before I saw him do it, this is where I was going. I'm giving my goon of the night to Javante Green for his bench decorum, mm. which was a plus material today he is right dancing with the just wildest flailing knees yes that i have seen in quite some time <laughs> when the bulls were making that comeback in the third quarter uh-huh. i don't think i saw javante sit down nope. once, Not once the whole time Not he once. was up and the knees were moving <laughs> in all kinds of directions and i loved it i freaking Loved it. I miss seeing the five Javantes out on the court. Yes. We didn't really see, you know, like we got a yes, no about Javante coming into this game and then basically didn't. Yeah. And then listed as available. Okay. Billy decided not to play him. Uh, But even when he's not out there, he's out there. Yeah. Because of that energy vibe that he brings on the bench. And, you know, I mean, we've talked about it. You've talked about it earlier this season. Like, this team just needs some of that. Yeah. And we've talked about Pat Bev's arrival bringing some of that. Mm-hmm. Javante bringing that hype yeah. today as Bulls made that comeback, and I, I appreciated seeing it. This is true. This is true. Joey, your goon of the night, sir? My goon of the night is Patrick Williams. Mm. Big part of the – Big Dave was on his feet for five minutes straight – yelling before the Sox game ended. I mean, that was that's what I'm basing it off of. You were, you were very excited with Patrick's play. You felt he was a goon. And I think, you know, I like to listen I like to think on a night like tonight, he was listening on Friday. He was mm. listening to the show. He was like, "All right, got to flip the stat sheet a little bit." Mm. That's they're they're asking for more from me. That's a good point, that's, man. You know, so I like to reward that. I like how Flipside says, Goon Knight is shirtless wonder. <laughs> I appreciate that, Goon Knight. It's a strong candidate. Very, very strong candidate, man. But also, if you have three blocks, as Pat did today, yes. definitely in the conversation for Goonage. This is true. Definitely in the conversation for Goonage. So, joining our conversation. Joining it. It's Will the Go Gottlieb, our guy. Bulls beat for us here at CHO. Follow him at CHO underscore Bulls. Read everything he writes for us, all CHO.com. Joining us from the UC, we started Goon without you, but perfect timing, Will. Who are you giving your Goon of the Night love to in this crazy Bulls victory? Ooh, putting me right on the spot. Right on the right spot. There. Um, man, I think I'm going to go Kobe because he, I feel like, just generated all of the 
like enthusiasm and the transition and the steals and the rebounds and just getting the guys out in transition in that third quarter when they won, I think it was 40 to 16 and basically turned a 23 point deficit into a 21 point lead. Um, Not to say it was all Kobe, Zach went bananas. I think he scored like 12 points in a row. Um, Patrick Williams was great, but I feel like Kobe kind of spearheaded it in a lot of ways. So going to the night for Kobe. I like that. I like that. Well, goon of the night, ladies and gentlemen. This goes to get drum roll, Joey. Dang, he been on it all night. <laughs> ah, it's all good. It's all good. Everybody misses the shot. He's right. Patrick Williams. Patrick Williams, goon of the night. He is correct. He is correct. That man, I watched that man. Be the reason the Bulls were doing what the hell they were doing in the third quarter. It was unreal. On both sides of the basketball, Patrick Williams was on it, hitting NBA-looking shots. He's hitting shots. That one off the glass was mean. That one on the baseline was meaner. That three-pointer that he hit, where he didn't hesitate with somebody in his face, took the shot. The blocks that he had were awesome. The tip-in, way he ran the floor. It was just all great, man. I loved every part of Patrick Williams in that third quarter. And I know that he's not going to yell at somebody because, you know, if he yelled at somebody, man, he would have got three goons of the night. So this goes to Patrick Williams for you, sir. A very rare yeah. goon of the night. Yell at so. I don't even Williams. think Pat has vocal cords. Right. He has two goons of the night. It's the second one because the first one I gave it to him for actually showing emotion for putting mm-hmm. his arm in the air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, Will, what were you thinking to yourself as you watched this game unfold? The first half went about as I expected. I thought the Bulls would get worked by this Grizzlies team that's holding on to the two seed in the West as of right now. Um, The Bulls turn a 23-point deficit into a 21-point win thanks to some amped-up defense in the third quarter, easy buckets in transition, and Zach and DeMar taking their turns of just being dominant scorers. Um, can you believe what you watched today? Not really. I mean, I was kind of like watching the the comeback happen in the third quarter, and I was like, all right, well, they're going to make a little surge, and then the Grizzlies are going to hit like six more threes in a row, and that'll be it. And then the surge kept coming, and then it kept coming. And it wasn't that it was just like really good offense. It was that like they literally got a steal and a runout layup on every single possession for the entire second half, it felt like. And like – I mean, that's the equivalent of shooting, you know, 25 of 50 on threes like that. That just doesn't happen. Um, so it was kind of incredible to see it from that perspective of it just being sort of a statistical anomaly. But it was also like they should do this more often, in my opinion, and they should make every single quarter this quarter. Um, their defense was awesome. Billy Donovan was kind of talking about the way that they were generating steals was like getting jaw up in the air forcing him to make those jump passes, which he does a ton, um, and then just active hands and, like, not sort of swatting down and, like, trying to tip away passes or anything like that, just, like, showing a bunch of hands, making him be um, amongst the trees. And I really did feel like they were getting a steal on every single possession. Um, The Grizzlies had 20 turnovers in the second half and after only two in the first half, and it's just like, what are we witnessing right now? Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, you mentioned uh, Billy Donovan. Well, I, I took some time out to give him his props on how he coached the, just the great job of coaching he did in that second half. Specifically, well, two things. One, basically going more towards a man-to-man in that second half. And the other one was the going small. 
taking Drummond out and, and doing what you love and bringing in Derrick Jones Jr. and Patrick Williams, which I thought allowed them to guard the pick and roll with Ja and Jaron Jackson Jr. way better because either one of those guys can guard either Ja or uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. Uh, can you talk about that a little bit, about what Billy Donovan and his coaching uh, efforts in the second half of this team? Yeah, I thought the small ball that you mentioned was really key. Um, I don't know exactly if it lines up. Um, like I said, Zach started to get really hot there in the third quarter before, um, you know, the the bench mob, we'll call it, really start taking off. But Derek coming in and the switchability with that shorter lineup against a team who wasn't really playing. I mean, Stephen Adams didn't play. Brandon Clark wasn't playing. Both those guys are hurt. So it, it did kind of open up the floor for them to go small, and it really worked. I mean, the transition game, it's possible to do that with Vucher Drummond in the lineup. Like, it works to a certain extent, but when you have all five guys that are able to, like, grab and go and just get out in transition the way that they did, I just it felt like an avalanche, and it just kept coming and coming. So I thought uh, Derek kind of unlocked that, as, and that's part of the reason why I like him in those lineups. But that only works in certain situations, and I felt like against a smaller – front line that the Grizzlies played, it worked perfectly. And um, I think Billy actually let Derek go a little bit later into the fourth quarter than he normally would. Um, Vooch didn't come in until about six minutes. And so I thought he just let that ride and, and it worked out perfectly. Uh, Will, you texted me uh, earlier on while we were doing pregame saying that you guys were waiting for Andre Drummond to talk. Um, did he speak to the media after this game today, which would be his first, um, you know, session with the media after his few days with an absence for what he admitted himself on his tweet about dealing with uh, mental health? Um, played in that game against Charlotte on Friday, but didn't talk. What uh, what can you tell us about Andre? What did he have to say after this this game, and how is he doing? Yeah, I thought I tweeted out a video of the. Um of the interview and for some reason it's still loading. So look out for that, basically just the whole two and a half minutes that we got with him. But um, yeah, he, he just kind of said like, I need to take some time away and um, go through whatever it is that he was going through, um, that he needed to take some time and just like focus on some things that he felt like he had been neglecting. And I thought that was really um, just an important thing to say. Um, he also, talked about how this is like very different than things used to be in the 90s or the early 2000s or even like the 2010s a lot like until like Damar and Kevin Love really opened the door for players to talk about mental health it was kind of taboo and so he um, I think understands the importance of that and you know obviously he's like dealing with whatever it is that he's dealing with um, and he said that he's going to keep on working on that but um, I think it also kind of is, is a good opportunity for him to set an example for fans, for other players. And he kind of said, like, you know, NBA players are looked at as superheroes, but it's okay to, like, take off the cape and be emotional and, like, deal with things that you need to deal with. So um, just good to hear from him. Obviously didn't get into the details of what he's going through. That's personal and private. But um, just nice to hear him. Uh, nice to see him back and uh, just good um, – very level-headed conversation I thought from him in terms of sharing and being open um, without necessarily like getting too in the weeds. 
Uh, well, we saw uh, Javante Green was was active for the game, but didn't get into the game. Was was Billy asked about that? Was that just the coach's decision? He was just holding him out a little bit. Yeah, I think Billy didn't talk about it. I think that was true last game too in Charlotte, and I believe it was also true against the Lakers on what was it Monday, Wednesday, um, when they were here in the United Center, and. Billy just kind of threw him in for the last couple of minutes. We were like, "What? what's going on with that? Um, he, so he was active, but obviously didn't play. And I think they're just being real conservative with how they manage his minutes. Obviously, if they get into the playoffs, they will want to get the most out of him that they can. But I also wonder how much they can get out of him at this point. Like, it seems like it's beyond, you know, just trying to be careful, just trying to, like, pick your spots with him at this point. It seems kind of more... I don't, I don't want to like make any sort of medical claims, but it just seems like he is, uh, he, despite being active, like they're still being super cautious. Um, where are you right now, Will, as far as uh, watching this Bulls team pull off that comeback today? I'm in the media you, room. <laughs> are you feeling good about the Bulls maybe bumping themselves up to nine or eight? After a win like this, we're still waiting on the final result of Hawks-Knicks. Obviously, that will have a big uh, part of this. Bulls still have a game against the Hawks on Tuesday. Do you think this team can get themselves out of this play-in? It's going to be really tough. Um, obviously, they can, I believe, get there today if the Hawks lose to the Mavericks. They would be tied with the Hawks. And currently, as it stands, they have the tiebreaker because they lead the season series 2-1. to one. But it really does come down to Tuesday. I mean, that is going to be basically a play-in game in and of itself. The Bulls have right. a couple of tough games after that, but um, so do the Hawks. And um, it's I, I think they can. I think they can beat this Hawks team. Um, but it's really, I mean, like I said, it's basically a play-in game. Like, this is a huge, huge game, and um, that, that'll determine it. Hawks lead the Mavs 70-66 at the half. At the half. Bow! Let's all get out of here no so we defense, can go uh, watch and see what the hell happens there. You want to say, Will, a quick shout-out to your boy, uh, Jamoy Fowler. He said he pulled up at you at the game. I, he's uh, – I don't know if scared me is the right word, but it just, like, startled me. Um, and I was like, what's up? And he was just like, I'll be watching guys later. So I was like, thank you, guys. We appreciate it. You, you got to carefully come, come up. Come to the quaff game. I was just That's like right. locked in on my computer. Come up, say what's up. I'll, I'll be less startled next time. Quaff <laughs> <laughs> king spooks real easy. That's right. Got to be careful. Can't do that uh, to goats, man. My basketball reference spreadsheets and everything. Like it was, <laughs> I was, I was locked in. Everybody, make sure you're following our guy, Will Go Gottlieb, for all of his great Bulls coverage and takes. Will underscore Gottlieb. Make sure you read everything he's writing for us, all chgo.com, including his thoughts on the Bulls win today. It'll be up later. Uh, you can follow our producer and our friend, Joey Spathis, at Joey Spathis. Big Dave is at BOW! BOW! BAWL Sports. I am at Bulls underscore Peck. Quick reminder, Wednesday, second night of the Bulls back-to-back, Bucks. Watch party! Bulls. Watch party at the Beacon Tap out in Des Plaines. Woo! We got some great deals on cans and draft Deal. Goose Island beers. Deal. And we got Bulls vibes. Bulls vibes. We got a big game against... Giannis and the Bucks. Giannis and the Bucks. We will be there. Uh, I believe we're actually going to do a live pregame from the bar, so that should be fun. Come hang out. Possibly uh, a live postgame as well. Possibly a live postgame as well. Seems like it would be a far drive to come back. Right. Um, tweeted out the Eventbrite link again yesterday. I'll put it up again today. 
you can RSVP. It's free. Free to attend. Yes. Free to attend. Just RSVP so we know how many people are coming. It sounds like a whole bunch of people are already RSVP'd and on their way. So it shout does. out to everybody who's already planning on coming. If you're on the fence, come hang out with us. Come hang Bulls out, Nation. man. It'll be a good time. Yes. Uh, Bulls off tomorrow as are we. Bulls Hawks. Huge game Tuesday night. Maybe we'll talk to you then. Night two, baby. Hit that thumbs up before you head out. If you haven't already, we greatly appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in, Bulls Nation. We love you. Roman Reigns. See Red be good. Cody Rhodes. Peace out, y'all. Enjoy WrestleMania.